What is up, DGAFers? We're going to keep this intro short, sweet, to the point. <laughs> what are you trying to say what I'm saying? Which yeah. you're, if you're watching this on our Women on a Virtual Mission Instagram page, you can literally see her lips trying to follow mine. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just listening to the audio, you'd think we're just weird. Yeah. Uh, but this episode, we are talking about how to properly launch your program or whatever you are are working on in terms of your online business. You guys, we literally teach this in our Women on a Virtual Mission 90-Day Business Coaching. Like We go really in-depth. We have all these resources for our girls. And we thought, you know what? We should just do a podcast episode on it and give you guys like the gist of how to launch and what is launching, why is it important, and, and all the things. And if you're obsessed with this episode and you're like, oh my God, I've never knew about a launch or I never knew that it should take this amount of time or what the different phases were, all the things... Jenna and I were considering or thinking about creating a course for launching and really teaching you, giving you the resources, giving you the instructions like more in depth than we do in this podcast episode on how to properly launch your program. If you would be interested in that, please let us know. Send us a direct message on social media at WOVM underscore Lauren.Ann.Jenna. Send us an email. It's women on a virtual mission at gmail.com. Just get a hold of us some way, somehow, write us a review on our podcast, whatever. Let us know and say, hey, I would really love a full-blown launching course from you guys and so that I can launch my next product, program, or service. Yeah, yes, because we want to know, first of all, if the demand is out there. And we really think that it is because this is something we struggled with for so freaking long in the beginning stages of our business. And it wasn't until we had this streamlined streamlined plan in place that launching became so much fun and really pretty simple and straightforward. Yes. And it produces every single time we get to work with our soulmate clients when we do this Mm -hmm. launch because we are speaking to their needs. They know what it is all about and they're excited to sign up. Yeah. So we're going to teach you how to do it in this episode. There's so much information coming your way. And so that's why we're like, Okay, if this speaks to you, you have to tell us and we'll make a course on this for you. Um, If also you are like, okay, yeah, I need launching, but I also need everything everything else. else. Like (laughs) I need to know how to, what a soulmate client is and how to reach them and how to create a one-on-one program and how to do all of the things you guys talk about in this help. If that's you, then you need to apply for our full 12 week, 90 day women on a virtual mission business coaching program. Yes. 1000%. Yeah. So link is in our Instagram bio for you to do that or just send us a message, get a hold of us. You can email us your top three biz goals at women on a virtual mission at gmail.com and we will be in touch. All right, let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGA-effer, like don't give a or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGA effer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, 
or you're a DGA effer who doesn't give a bloop what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the ladder if you're not already there. Happy December, everyone. Cannot believe, cannot believe we are already here. And Lauren and I were talking and we really wanted to approach this December, January, like bring on 2021 in a way that really spoke to our entrepreneurs out there. Yes. And I bet people are like, 2021 could not get here any sooner. <laughs> and I think this podcast is going to be really fitting, especially for our entrepreneurial minded people, because we're talking about launching. All right. And we want to dive into a couple things because um, I know the word launching probably means different things to everybody else in the entrepreneurial world. Um, because maybe you've never actually launched something before, or maybe you thought you launched something before, or you've watched somebody launch something before. We really want to talk to everybody about the importance of launching. What is launching? Um, some things to think about when you're launching a program. And then we're also going to dive into our like secret method behind what we teach our business coaching clients on how to properly launch a program. But the reason I'm saying that this is so exciting going, you know, getting into a new year here pretty soon is that launching is like a rebirth every single time that you do a launch. It's like you're putting yourself out there. You're reintroducing something. You're getting people excited again, you know, all the things. So I just think it's fitting for the time of year it is as well. I think so too. And I think especially, especially as entrepreneurs, coaches, you know, whatever in the health and wellness realm, because so many people in January have that sense of like, new year, new me. Like I gotta, you know, I'm, I'm ready for change. I'm ready. Especially I think this year <laughs> we're feeling that like you yeah. said, Lauren, but, but you know, there's a way to really reach the people that need you want your support, need your help. And there's a way not to do it. And we have experienced both. And so we wanted to have an open conversation with you. I think if you have been in business for over a year, if you have launched in January, if you were disappointed by the way your launch went last year, or maybe, you know, it didn't, didn't turn out quite the way you wanted it to, this episode, I think is really going to speak to you. And we're going to give you some really awesome tips. Yeah. So just if you're like super new um, to the entrepreneurial world, like maybe you joined a company or something like the other day, <laughs> or maybe you have been dabbling a little bit, but you're deciding to kind of go full force with, you know, putting something out there for people to purchase, for people to sign up with you. Uh, what is launching? Like, what is it? And so launching is where you are really introducing your blank, your program, your product, your service, your whatever it is. Your, your solution to whatever pain point or problem your client is going through. Launching, whatever you're launching, that's going to help them. So this is when you're taking time on social media, strategically taking time on social media 
to tell people what this is. Okay. So like what solution your service product program, whatever solves, and then all the details about it. So this is like the permission part where it's like when people are so afraid to be annoying on social media and are so afraid of the word selling, first off, don't be afraid of that word. People love to be sold to. I mean, people are sold to all the time on commercials, like just on Instagram, on Facebook and people buy shit. So like they don't hate to be sold to number one. Um, so this is the time where it's like, this I'm launching. I am strictly putting it out there. This is what I offer. And this is how I help people with X, Y, and Z. And you're just going to keep talking about it. That's what a launch is. Yep. And I think, you know, some common mistakes that we have experienced, that we have seen, that we have really had to talk to, to people about in terms of like behind the scene conversations. Um, one thing is launching too many things at one time. If you have, I think, especially if you're in network marketing, it's like so easy. We did an episode a little while ago about like the squirrel syndrome where you have like all these different things happening when you are launching, there's a process that you want to use. And we're going to talk you through that today on this episode, but pick one thing to launch uno one no more, no mass, nothing else. Because otherwise, I mean, the biggest thing we want you to remember is a confused audience will never buy anything from you. Nope, absolutely not. So when we say launch, it's introducing your program and telling people all about it or your product. It's one thing. It's that's it. Don't get the squirrel syndrome and you know, when you're launching, when we kind of walk you through this process, like, oh, but I think somebody might want this over here because this might help solve their problem. So I'm going to throw it in, but I'm also still going to launch this other thing. That is literally the, that's like shooting yourself in the foot. Like, I'm just going to shoot myself in the foot real quick and it's going to be great. Like, no, one thing at a time. Just want to stress that. <laughs> Yeah. You can talk about your other shit later, not during a launch when you're wanting to launch something um, that you're passionate about and that you want to help solve a problem for somebody. Yep. Another, another common mistake that we see people make is they don't spend long enough launching that one thing. It's like, you know, and again, I think network marketers, it's like, and we fell into this, this cycle too, when we were solely working with a network marketing company. It was like, we would talk about something for like three or four days or a week, and then nobody would sign up or we'd get a couple people and we would get in our heads that we were annoying them. And so we'd hit the brakes and then we'd back off and then we'd come back strong. I mean, it was, we were all over the place and that's the worst thing you can do. And I, I think that comes from though, not having a system in place for a successful launch, because I know we for a long time weren't really sure what that system should be and we have it narrowed down to a science for you today it literally works every single time like we attract the, the soulmate clients that we want to because we're talking directly to them and we work with people that we want to like that's what comes out of the process that we're going to walk you through 
Um, but I even want to say too, like the reason we, we bring up network marketers all the time is just like Jenna said, we were there and that was our sole like business for a while. And it was one of my most like frustrating. That was like the most frustrating thing for me was I thought I was talking about something for long enough and I would burn myself out. And, but the reason I would get so burnt out is because I'd be so on and off, like in a very short period of time. So I would talk about something for like Jenna said, for like maybe, a, I don't even know if I ever did a week, like that was long. <laughs> that would have, I probably would have freaked out. Um, I probably talked about something for like three to maybe four days max, and then nothing would happen. So I would beat myself up and and then I would like try to do it again, like two days later and like talk about it for like maybe two to three days. And then nobody would. And when you do that, like gas break, gas break, gas break, that's where your clients, like the people that would sign up with you are kind of tuning you out because either they're catching you on the break side of things very often. Maybe that's just when they're appearing on social media is when you're on your break and they're never seeing the gas part or they're seeing the gas part, but you're not talking about it long enough to like get them to see themselves in it and see that it's going to help them. So they're just sitting there like not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, so a few things to know, a few things to know that I think are really important for you to, to just get in this headspace before you enter your launch period. People need to see and hear and visualize what you have to offer a minimum of, I would say eight to 15 times before they purchase, before they're even like thinking that maybe this could be for them, it takes about eight times. So right there, if you are only in launch mode, quote unquote, for a few days, you're not, you're not reaching the people that you need to be reaching. Yeah. And I even want to mention when Jenna says launch mode, we're going to get into that. There's a difference between, and this is also where people make mistakes is they go from zero to a thousand, like in a day, like it, you're going from talking about your dog to the next day telling people you have $20 off of a, of a, of a pack of something that you're selling and it's going to solve world peace. Like <laughs> that, like, that's also a problem. Like there's actually, um, like a science behind like easing people into a launch. You don't just want to go cold Turkey and then tell them that this wonderful product is going to solve all of their problems. Like there's a middle ground. Yeah. 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 One more, one more thing. One more thing that people common mistake, misconception. I used to think as an entrepreneur, as a network marketer, we'll say that I used to think that I could post something like twice and just wait for like all of the people to come to me, like flood yeah. my DMS because I told them to once that doesn't happen. It Never. doesn't. It doesn't happen hardly ever. And I think that's where network marketers get a bad rap because then it leads to cold messaging where people are, are you know, sending out these shitty messages to, to someone they've never talked to before about like hair care and skincare and weight loss supplements and all this stuff when you have no relationship built. Like 
that's the issue. So we're going to kind of talk about how to really warm people up and get into some awesome conversations and connect with the people that need your help before, before they even know what you have to offer. Like that's where the magic happens is building relationships that are genuine and with people who you actually like talking to and actually feel like you can help and actually enjoy their presence. Yes. So going back to our things to know, we'll just kind of go through our bullet points here real quick. So it takes a minimum of eight times. I think that number needs to be higher, like a minimum of 12 <laughs> times for people to hear something in order for them to even consider, even consider purchasing. Now, we aren't saying purchasing, like to think about it um, is, is a lot of times. Make sure you're getting in the head, in the actual head of your soulmate client, the person that your product service, whatever is going to like solve whatever their problem is. Like you need to get into their head, step into their shoes and then speak directly to them. A mantra that we want you to live by is my clients love when I sell to them. Okay. So we talked about this a little bit. Um, people buy shit all the time. Do you ever get like, I know Jenna tells me this all the time. She always gets hooked up on those ads on Instagram and then she gets a pregnancy pill that's the size of her kneecap. And she like, <laughs> I have ordered, I've ordered so much crap from sites that like don't even exist. I'm like, I'm not allowed to buy anything off Facebook ads ever again, or my husband's going to murder me because nothing uh, comes or it comes and it is wrong. I side note, I ordered a bathing suit. It was like, a, it was so cute guys. It was like a off the shoulder bathing suit, like one strap, roughly black. Okay. I did this when I was like six and a half months pregnant. It came first of all, it's a thong, which I'm not excited about. And, and here's my favorite part. I put it on and the one strap, like covered one boob and the other one was literally under my other boob. So like one was just like, <laughs> out full time. This was not, this is not like a breastfeeding bathing suit. This is literally like wear it to the pool with all your friends and family. And I'm like, who made this? Yeah. So, what the hell? But, yeah. but you know, Jenna was on Facebook. They were targeting her because she probably had clicked on something else or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, but you still, you, you bought it because it sounded like something, you know, so it's not like, yeah, obviously she wasn't happy with the result. We're not saying sell things that suck. That's not what we're saying. Uh, but what we're saying is people out there actually enjoy being sold to and they want to be sold good things. They don't want to be sold bathing suits that don't cover your boobs. So we need more people out there that actually have stuff that's good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we should have prefaced this, this episode with like, if whatever you're selling, if you don't believe in it or if it sucks or, or like stop selling it, number one. Stop. Please stop. We don't need any more one boobed bathing suits in the, the market. Uh, but if you love what you're selling, you believe in it, it's helped you or it's something you've created that is going to change someone's life. Carry on. Keep listening. Yeah. They want to know about it. They want to know that that exists. Anyways, another um, thing to know is honor how you feel and be authentic. Um, so just make like, like, please make sure you love what you're selling and be authentic with how you're delivering that. Don't try to be somebody else. 
Um, and then reach out to people daily to start conversations. This is a whole other podcast episode. Uh, that does not mean you are reaching out to people and telling them what you're selling and asking them if they want it. Like there's a time and place for that. And it is not when you're first messaging somebody, like you're just getting to know if they are your soulmate clients and it takes a little while to figure that out. That means you need to ask a lot of questions and be a human and not somebody just looking for a dollar. Yeah. I agree. I need to go back to the last bullet point um, about honor how you feel and be authentic because that's huge. And I want to give you an example of that from our last launch. So the last time, um, a couple months ago, when we launched our Women on a Virtual Mission business coaching, um, we did that before we went on our maternity leave and we were on our social media, you know, we're talking the way that we talk. Like you have to be you because you want your soulmate clients to know who you are. And I will never forget one of my favorite stories and all of our clients who are, we're working with us at the point commented on this because Lauren came on and said, said something about like, if you, you know, the, the message was, if you're ready to change your life, if you're really ready to level up, but that's not what she said, because that's not who Lauren is. Lauren said, if you're ready to grab life by the effing balls, it's time to do this shit. <laughs> and, yes. <laughs> and it was great because people who are our soulmate clients were like, oh my God, people already working with us were cracking up because they know that's how who we are, how she talks, like nothing, no surprise there. But yeah. also, also we had another client who was considering signing up with us. She was watching behind the scenes, doing all this. She got on our consultation call and, and signed up that same night because she's like, you guys are exactly the same as you are on your social media. And I just needed to see that. I needed to know that who you portray is who you are because the people I see on social media, I know are a good fit for me. And so by being yourself and being authentic and being you, you're going to connect with the people who love you and you're going to get rid and repel the people who don't love you. Yeah. So like if somebody was offended by me saying grab life by the ball sack, I think is what I actually oh, said. Actually, I do uh, think it was ball sack. Yes. Yeah. If somebody is really offended by that, it doesn't like that. Um, I am know that when I'm teaching in our business coaching, I get sometimes really passionate and I'll say funny things like that. And if somebody is really offended, like they're not going to enjoy, um, some of our conversations that we have and that's okay. And we just want them to not sign up <laughs> then. <laughs> well, yeah, because you don't want to have to worry about, you like censoring yourself or, or like feeling like you have to be very careful or step on somebody's toes or anything like that when you are actually in your program. So that's when it just, it, it becomes really, really important to just be yourself, be yourself, be authentic. So, all right, let's kind of dive in then to the phases of a launch that so we said there were four phases Typically, this takes about four weeks. So first step, I would say, before you even start listening to all of this, give yourself four weeks and then set a date where you are going to like cut things off and have a program start date. You're going to want to have that totally set and ready to go. Yes. And I want to preface, if you're freaking out by when Jenna said this is going to take four weeks, 
because I, I already know that if somebody would have told me that when I was like doing my two to three dayers that were like really crazy, I would have been like, what you want me to talk about this, whatever I'm offering for four weeks straight. Yes. Yes, we do. And that, and that one thing now there's different phases. So remember when I talked about like, it's not the best to go from zero to a thousand, like posting about your dog. And then the next day, like telling people you have a 20% off coupon for whatever. Um, there's a definite like warming up. We're going to get into all these phases. Um, so that will probably make you feel better too, especially if this is like super new, um, and something that you've never done. So that's why they're called phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four. And there's specific things that you should be doing in each phase. Yes. Yes. And from experience, I will tell you in terms of your social media, in terms of showing up consistently, it is so much easier to show up during a launch because you know exactly what you should be saying. It, well, not exactly what you should be saying, exactly what you should be doing and talking about. And things are really laid out for you and streamlined in a way that totally flows. So it gives you some solid guidelines to be talking about. So if you are listening to this episode and you are like, oh my gosh, I need this. I want the full gamut of all of this. Like you need to message us, reach out to us on Instagram at WOVM underscore Lauren dot and dot Jenna. Um, we do have a wait list for our women on a virtual mission business coaching. So just send us a message let us know that this resonated with you and we can have a conversation about that. Um, so I wanted to, to bring that up before we go into this, this whole phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four. Yes, totally. Okay. So let's talk about phase one, um, which is our warming up phase. Okay. So like I said, we're not going from zero to a hundred. We are going to take our focus though. So we're going to be very intentional with what we're talking about in this phase. Um, but we're not going from doing whatever we're doing to, I have a program here, it is, buy it. Like that's not what we're doing. So the warming up phase is where you're just lightly introducing um, a, like the main big topic that you, or I guess problem um, and pain points that your soulmate client for the program that you are eventually going to present to people is going to solve. So in this warm up phase, this is where you're, you know, smart to kind of go right out what you feel like your soulmate client pain points are going to be. Um, and then you're just developing content around those pain points. So posts, live videos, IGTVs, reels, you know, whatever social media has to provide. Um, you are really just taking a look at those pain points and talking, 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 talking about them. And then you're just saying, I have something coming that's going to help you with this. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And I think too, in terms of the pain points, I want to give you an example. Like, let's say you are launching a workout program that is 20 minutes a day. That's the, the whole gist of the program. So a pain point would be people who say they don't have time to work out or people who, you know, that that kind of angle is what you would want to hit. Come up with some pain points. What if people told you about working out and, and what comes up for them? So really list those out. That's going to help you be way more clear and talk to the people who really need your solution. Um, it's also really important during this time where you're just warming people up as you are, you know, going live, 
sharing IGTVs, making posts. And really you only need to post like two to three times a week. You're on your stories. Maybe you're doing some reels. You need to make sure that you're engaging with people who are interacting with them. So if someone's liking your post or commenting on your post, you know, shoot them a message and interact with them. Now that does not mean that you're like, Hey, I have my program. It's nice to meet you. Would you like to buy it? Like you're not messaging that like that you're no. messaging, you're messaging them to just build a relationship with them. Yes. And literally, like Jonah said, interact, <laughs> meaning like just little, like small comments, like nothing, like no long ass paragraphs, like keep it light, keep it fresh, connect, call it a day. Okay. This is the warm up phase. And be genuine with them. Like I, I always say, cause people, people will, will come back to us with this and, and say, well, yeah, but I just have nothing to talk to them about. Okay. Well then that's probably not someone you want to work with. If you can't even carry on a conversation with them behind the scenes, like you can't find any common ground. That's probably not a soulmate client. So that's okay. You're going to want to find the people who you really do connect with. Um, and, and really, you know, 80% of your content that you're sharing right now should be about these pain points, giving people tips, giving people guidance, building the excitement that you've got something coming, but you're not telling them what it is yet. You're just saying something's coming. If you can relate to this, like stay tuned, this is going to be big. It's going to be so helpful. Yeah. Like I have a solution coming and I will be talking all about it in a little while, but if you can relate, send me a DM, let's start a combo. Like those kind of light things that you're doing. Okay. Yep. So that's phase one is warming up your audience. Yes. And phase if, two. If, oh. you, if you are paying close attention, you will see that our lovely launch plan spells out women on a virtual mission, W-O-V-M. So phase one, warm up your audience with a W. Phase w. two is opening. So this is your like grand opening, ribbon cutting, it is time to share your offer. Yes. So typically the warm up phase we say lasts around like two weeks. Um, so you're warming people up for two, two solid weeks. What we always tell our, our clients is you never want to launch to cold leads. Okay. Now that doesn't mean you're not going to have cold leads. You're going to have cold leads when you're in launch. But the whole point of the warming up stage is to get people into the hot lead stage. So people that are like interested in what you're saying, they're not just landing there and like, Hmm, what's this about? Like, so that's the warm up phase is very important. And sometimes the warm up phase can be longer than two weeks. If like, you know, you're not planning on, you know, whatever, if you feel like you need to warm people up a little bit more, that's totally fine. But that phase is so vital because when you get to this opening phase, you're going to have a lot of crickets happening if you didn't warm them up um, long enough. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And in, in our women on a virtual mission business coaching program, we cover that warm up phase. We teach you how to do that. We actually spend the first like five to Mom. six weeks of our program going so deep into tactics behind how to do that so that it's not just like, am I doing this right? Oh my gosh. I don't know. So if you need a system, we gotcha. Um, well, this, and this is where, you know, when I was telling, like, you talk about your dog and then you tell somebody about a 20% off coupon to create world peace or whatever. I got my joke there. 
that is what happens to a lot. I feel like a lot, especially network marketers, not even network marketers, people just like out there, like starting to wanting to put something out there to help people is they go from maybe posting about their kids all the time to the opening phase. <laughs> hey guys, guess what? I joined this thing and now I want to hit my quota and here's everything that I have. And here's all the products that they offer and here's why I love it. And people are like, what? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> so they went from nothing to opening. You can't skip phase one guys. You can't. No, it's honestly the most important because that that's where you build a lot of your credibility too, because you're sharing stories, you're sharing little tips and tricks and giving a ton of value and little things that people can start implementing now to start seeing changes. Like you want to get all that going so that people start thinking about you when they are ready for help. Well, and I even think, cause this is what I'm kind of getting off on a little tangent here. We were taught when we started our network marketing company to the second we signed up to get on social media and tell people we were now helping people with X, Y, and Z. I think that is the you should not do that. <laughs> I think if you partner with a network marketing company because you're passionate about what they offer and you've been using it for a while, and let's say you just weren't on social media, like maybe you that just like wasn't your thing. Like you've been using these products for so long, but you haven't been sharing about them at all. You know, mm -hmm. um, you were just like a regular person just using the products. Now you love them. Now you want to help people warm them up first. Like maybe show up on social media and actually show people your routine. Like, Hey guys, like, like warm, warm them up before you come out with a cold post. That's like, guess what? I'm a coach now, or guess what? I'm a rep or whatever, whatever you do, because, because people it'll, it'll, they'll like get it when you actually do come out and say that because you've warmed them up. Right. That was a huge mistake by them telling us to do that. Well, I do too. And I think, I mean, I think it, it makes people feel sold to when you skip the warm up phase. It yeah. makes it feel like more slimy and salesy. And because that's a huge reason that people don't want to be involved in network marketing companies or in sales or in as an entrepreneur in general, is they don't want to be quote unquote salesy and be, and sell to people. And I think if you do it the right way, it doesn't ever feel like that. You feel like you are helping to change someone's life. And that's, that's the importance of that warming up phase. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now, but, sorry. Well, another, <laughs> another thing though, I think that, you know, going into the opening here, yeah. another thing we were taught when we started our network marketing company was, and I think things got very twisted, but it was all about um, curiosity marketing. And the way that things got twisted when we were super involved in network marketing was that you were never supposed to tell anyone what you were really doing. Like you were just supposed to like get them to ask you all these questions about it. And like, you know, if you were, were selling a protein shake, for example, you don't tell people the name of it. You just like show them the back of the bag and then you take a sip and you're like, mm, this is great. This is what it's doing for me. And then people are like commenting like, well, what is it? What is it? What is it? Tell me, tell me, tell me. And you're like, oh, well, send me a DM if you want to know. And people are like, well, screw you. I'm done. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't think it worked the way that it was intended to be taken. Yeah. Um, no. 
so what, what Lauren and I teach, what we preach, what we do, what we follow is actually the complete opposite of curiosity marketing, because in phase two, we want you opening ribbon cutting, telling people every single flipping detail about what you are offering, because you have to remember if someone is confused, they will never buy from you. They will never yeah. message you. They will never reach out to you. If they don't know what they're getting into, they will not do it. No, because they're already skeptical online, like trying, you know, they're getting sold to all the time when you're online. Probably. And it's like, they just need to know what's up. They're probably skeptical because they've bought one boob bathing suits before and gotten screwed right. over. Totally. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So the opening phase is roughly seven to 10 days. Okay. So you've got your warm up, which is about two weeks. You can always do warm up longer if you feel like you need to do that. Um, but opening is about seven to 10 days. And this is where, like Jenna said, you're sharing all the details. You're sharing the name of the program or the product or the service or whatever it is. You're sharing what it is. You're sharing who it's for. You're sharing what's included. How does it work? F all the freaking details, <laughs> all of it. You're sharing Everything. it in seven to 10 days and you're sharing it every single day for seven to 10 days. Now in the opening phase though, you're still wanting to hit your soulmate client pain points. So just like you were in the, in the warm up phase, you know, maybe you make a list of pain points and you're, that's how you're developing your content through the warm up phase. You're still going to do the same thing in opening. Um, you pick a pain point, you talk about it, you can do it in your stories, you can do a post, you can do live, you can do whatever. Um, but then you're also putting information out there like, here's the pain point. Like, this is what, obviously you're not saying that, but like you're presenting the pain point to them. And then you're saying, and this is how my blank solves this problem. And here's how it all works, guys. And if you want it, give them a call to action. Do they need to fill out an application? Do they need to message you? Do they need to drop an emoji? Do they need to email you? Like, what do they need to do to get a hold of you? Mm -hmm. do, it. Do, do not be afraid of oversharing information here. And you want call to actions every single day, every okay. single day. And, um, one thing that we use, we actually use Canva for this. We have Canva templates for each program that we launch. And it's literally just like, what is it? Who's it for? How does it work? What's included? What support will I get? I mean, every question you can think of. Um, and we also teach that in our women on a virtual mission course, we have our clients who actually have templates, like ready to roll before they go into this launch phase. Um, it's part of the, the weekly homework that we give, but you want that done ahead of time so that you can reuse it. Cause like Lauren said, you're going to be doing this every single day for seven to 10 days. You don't want to have to make this shit up every time you do it. So make it once reuse it every single day. We also recommend making it into a highlight on your Instagram so that you can just point to that. If people have questions, if they want every single detail, I mean, I think thinking back to like our, our women on a virtual mission highlight, I want to say we have, almost 90 slides talking about that program. Like, who is it? Like, what's it for? What is it? How does it work? What do you get? How's it set up? So yeah. if you need a solid example of what we're talking about, how we use Canva to like brand that and get all that info out there, go to our women on a virtual mission, Instagram page. So at W O V M underscore 
lauren.ann.jenna and click the WOVM highlight. And you can just kind of scroll through and see how we've organized all of that in a way that answers every question. Yeah. And something really cool that we do for our women on a virtual mission clients, the people who actually hire us on as their coaches, um, in our 90 day session, when we get into the launching conversation, we actually give them, um, I don't know if the word script, it's more so like a plan of action for, um, uh, like opening, like, okay, on day one, you're going to pick a pain point, pick from these things and do a call to action. Like we kind of pace, we pace them through the seven to 10 days. Uh, they have a document. All they have to do is go in there and just type and figure out what they want to post. It's so, we make it so freaking easy for them. So if that's something that's sounding really interesting to you, um, definitely apply for our women on a virtual mission, 90 day business coaching. Cause we go like really in depth with everything, not just launching, like everything you need to know about developing an actual program. But we also have something exciting that we're thinking about doing um, in terms of launching, which we'll get to here in a second. If this is really interest, like you're like, holy shit, I want them to like give me this doc and I want them to teach me how to actually launch and walk me through all like how to develop pain points and things like that. Um, Jen and I are really tossing around the idea of developing like just a, so like a launching course, like just all about launching, like what the hell should you do and how should you do it? And we'll give you some resources. So let us know if that's something you want. Cause if so, we'll make it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We want to make sure that, that it's something that you feel like you would really need. So that's why we wanted to do this episode and just kind of see where it goes. So please reach out to us with any feedback you have. Um, we, that's what we're here for. So we want, yeah. we want this to be as painless as possible for you. And I promise you when you have all of this stuff in place and you start implementing it, launching is so much fun. It's so, it's so fun to show up and, and yes, you're tired by the end of week four, but then you're done with your launch and then you're working with your soulmate clients. So it takes away the pressure of having to like be on all the time and like always in launch mode and like questioning what you should be talking about. You don't have any of those doubts or worries or fears. Totally. All right. Phase three. Okay. So phase one was warm up your audience two weeks. Phase two was opening your grand opening, giving them all the details, still hitting those pain points though. That was seven to 10 days. And phase three is validate your offer. And this is typically seven days. Yep. So this is where you're still sharing all the details of your program. So like we said, we made those Canva templates. Like you're still saying who is like, what's it for? How does it work? Blah, blah, blah. All of that stuff you're still talking about. You're showing up every single day in your stories. You're on your feed two to three times a week. You're going live a couple times a week on this. And in addition for this validate your offer, this is where you want to tell your clients who is the program the best fit for, which you already should have been doing that, but you're going like ham on that at this point, like really reaching out, like if this is you and give them specifics. Um, you're also answering all the FAQs. So like frequently asked questions that you've gotten from, from other people. A good way to do this is to go through your templates and, and kind of put yourself in your client's shoes. Like Lauren said earlier, like keep empathizing with them. Like what questions would you have if you were looking at this? And why is now the best time for them to sign up? What's the point? 
Um, and especially as this episode is, is airing, you know, it's almost January. So if you're in the health and wellness realm, why is now the best time to sign up? Yeah. So really, really go into that answer every single detail. Like there should be no questions left at this point in your launch. People should know every single detail. And if you have testimonials, um, so like, let's say you have direct messages from people saying the content you share helps them a lot, or maybe you've run this, maybe you've had people come through this program before, um, and they, it changed their life. Okay. Ask for testimonials from previous clients if you have them. Um, and if you don't have testimonials right now, you know, you should have been in conversation with some people in the warm up phase. And also, like, you should be talking to people anyways on social media because it's called social media. Um, and if you're consistently posting um, or showing up and hitting your clients' pain points consistently and providing them with some tips and some value and some solutions for free, just based off like live videos and posts and things. I mean, you probably have a direct message somewhere that says like, oh my God, your tips are amazing. Like that right there is a testimonial. That's it. You can share that. Now, did that person go through this program? No, but the content you're sharing on social media is probably a little taste of what your program is like. So if somebody is complimenting you on that and you've helped them, you can always pull those in, obviously ask for permission, or you just block out their name if you take a picture of it or whatever. And you can always use that, but validate your offer. I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. Like this is where you're like, guys, you need this. This is why here's all the questions that you probably have. Let me answer them for you. Here are people who actually say that this shit works. Let's do this. Like that's the validate your offer phase. Yep. And you need to be messaging people. You need to be reaching out to people who are watching your stories, people who are interacting on polls, people who are watching your live videos. You have to reach out first because most of the time your viewers are not going to most of the time. Occasionally they will most of the time they won't. So send them a message, thank them for watching, ask them if it's resonating with them. Mm -hmm. It's really all you need to do. Um, another thing during this phase is checking your analytics. So this is more so, this is what we teach during Women on a Virtual Mission, our, our um, 90 day business coaching program. But we typically, you would be making a sales page. That is way too much information for us to go into during this podcast episode. Uh, but you would have a page offsite where people would go and they would look at it and they would you know read through, see if it's for them. You want to be looking at the analytics behind that and seeing you know, on days that you're in launch, are people going to that page? Are people clicking things? Are people scheduling consultation calls? It's also really important for you to keep track of how many consultation calls you have and how many signups you have. Because I will tell you, if you've got 10 consultation calls and zero signups, the problem is in your consultation calls. It's not in the back end of things. It's in your calls. So you want to be very, very aware of just all of those numbers and how things are working out. Um, and that's something, again, in Women on a Virtual Mission, we will teach you step-by-step step how to do. Yeah, and that's why launching is so important because you're gonna launch things over and over and over again, like maybe not back-to-back, -back, but you're going to definitely be launching something, obviously more than once. And you wanna make sure your launches just get better every, every, every single time and by, looking at these analytics, seeing what's working, seeing what's not, you can tweak. Instead of getting in that mindset where, well, this just didn't work. 
go listen to our pivot um, episode where we're talking about squirrel syndrome and, you know, should you pivot from what you're doing now into something else? Or are you just being a Debbie Downer because maybe your launch didn't go well. So now you're going to pout about it and never do it again. And it's like, no, dude, maybe go look at your analytics, see what went wrong and fix it and try it again. Like do that, yes. please. Yes. yes. So yeah, if the, the pivot episode is episode 104, I would definitely go listen to that and then come back to this one and actually pick one thing to work on and launch in this full four week system that we're giving you because it's going to make a huge difference. Yeah. Okay. Phase four. Phase four. So we have the warm up, we have the opening, we have validate your offer. Phase four, we have coined man up or miss out. This is basically where you are creating fear of missing out, FOMO. You are moving on and moving up with the people who have signed up with you and joined you and everyone else is not Left included. In the for now. <laughs> yeah, they are not included. So you are sharing who has signed up with you. You are, you know, tagging them on Instagram. You're sharing some messages they've sent you with their permission, obviously. Um, typically we always ask people who have signed up, like, what are you excited about? What, like, what are you most looking forward to? And then we just screenshot that response and put it up because everybody has something different to say. Like, it's very, very cool. Uh, you're going live and doing a last call. This is where you are going to be the most exhausted, but it is worth it. This is the most important time for you to show up. Your soulmate clients need you to show up right now. So you're saying, you know, 24 hours left. 12 hours left, five hours left. I mean, you're really going through that entire process. Yeah. So this typically lasts around three to five days. Um, this phase I feel like is, it's very common. Um, it's common in the beginning in the opening phase to get a couple people. I mean, that's kind of common because it's like ribbon cutting, exciting. This is the first time I'm talking about it. Yay. And like the people that you actually did warm up in the warm up phase are excited and they've been waiting for you to announce this and you announced it. So they're ready to jump on board. Those would be like hot leads is what we would call that. Those people. Then, you know, throughout the rest of your launch, maybe your warm people or even cold people are just sitting back watching because they need to know what's going on and they're, they're consuming the information and, and kind of making a decision if it's right for them or not. But when you get into this man up or miss out stage, it puts like a fire under their butt. Like, hey, I'm closing and I'm like, I'm not accepting any more people and here are the people who are doing it and here's what they're saying. And that time, is when a lot of your like if somebody was cold or if somebody was warm wasn't ready to pull the trigger when you did your opening they're going to pull the trigger now so this is why this phase is so important even when you're feeling exhausted and you're like can i seriously talk about this for another day like i don't know if i can like <laughs> holy crap um you need to because i even know from experience this is typically what happens with our launches i would say we get you know a handful of people in the beginning because those were hots because we warmed them up and then we kind of have a little fizzle. We have a little fizzle in the middle because <laughs> our colds and warms are creeping and seeing what's going on. And then we have our people that are like, oh shit, I see that you're like closing this tomorrow. Can I book a call with you? Like that happens all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yep. And this is where, you know, having this system in place is key because you're going to, like Lauren said, you're going to be so freaking tired. You can't stop because these people, 
need to know, they need to know, first of all, that you're sticking to your word and that the day you say this is closed, it actually is closed and they've missed out. Because then when you go to launch it again, if those people did miss out, they're going to be ready to, to jump in with you. Um, but it really does create that sense of urgency. And it is so important during this time to reach out personally to people who are following you. If you're sharing all of your templates about, you know, what, what this program is, who's it for, what is it, how does it work, what's included. If someone's watching template number 47, they're interested. <laughs> they're not yeah. clicking out and going away. Message them, reach out to them and ask, ask questions. Yeah. And also going back to checking your analytics, make sure you're still checking them um, at this point too, because like I said, Jenna and I only know that our trend is to have people sign up in the beginning and mostly during like the validate and man out, man up and miss out stage is because we track like how many consultation calls we get, how many people sign up, when are they doing these calls? When are they booking them? And it's honestly between, it's usually phase opening phase and this phase is, is typically when we, we get that. And I will say we do get some in like the, the warm up phase, but those people are the people who missed out from the last launch. So we'll get like, even for our women on a virtual mission for January, we had probably, I think like, what was like three or four girls who committed to our January session before we like did our opening. And that's because they missed out on the last one. And so now they're coming back to this one. So the man up miss out, it really is important. Um, and it, it makes it, it puts you in that leader position. And that's what people want when they're hiring somebody to help them with a life transformation. They want to know that you're a leader. They want to know that you're going to have their back. And I know you're like, how does manning up and missing out and like putting this kibosh on the date do that? Cause it shows you mean business and it shows like, you're going to put due dates on them. Like you, you know, as they're kind of going through something they don't want to hire somebody who's going to be like, well, you can just do this whenever you want. It's fine. Uh, they don't want that. <laughs> no, no. They want to know that you're serious. And, and two, I think it shows it, it's encouraging for your, your clients who have signed up with you because they know you're done. You're not working with anybody else. Like you are pouring a hundred percent of your efforts into them now. And so yeah. I mean, it really, really, and it, it helps you as well knowing, okay, yeah, you're tired because you're talking about this for four weeks, but then you're done and you get to work with your clients. Yes. Then you get to pour all of your energy into your clients and get them bomb ass testimonials, like bomb ass results, bomb ass. Like they can't stop ranting and raving about you. And I think that's what a lot, I think honestly, if we're being honest, when we were in that weird phase where we were launching for two days and getting stressed and whatever, signing people up randomly and there was no man up or miss out. Um, I will be honest, <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time to really focus on the people who signed up because I was so focused on trying to get people to sign up because I had no rhyme or reason to anything that I was doing. Um, that I felt like I wasn't truly able to pour as much into my people who signed. This is so bad, but this is how I felt. I was like, holy shit, how am I supposed to get people to sign up? But 
also get people results at the same time. And that's, this is how you do it. You do a launch, then you focus on your people. And then when you, you're focusing on those people and it, that's kind of going on, like getting good, then you launch again. You've got to remember actually working with your clients is really important. <laughs> and I feel, I, I'm just going to be honest. I felt like when I was doing the network marketing that we were doing, I felt like there was so much training on selling and there was no training on how to get people results. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And that was frustrating to me. And I was like, I don't like this. And so we, yeah, so do this and this will really help you out with that. Yep. So, all right. A little more tough love here before we uh, hit the end, the pause button on this episode. Listen, <laughs> when, when you're launching, okay. So you, you know, you've got your, your four phases here. So the first phase again, is that warming up. That's where you're, you're giving 80% value. You're really just warming people up. You can still talk about life stuff during that. Like share something, share what feels good. You don't have to share every aspect of your life. And that's a whole other conversation. Share what you feel like sharing, but add value 80% of the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Warm your people up. When you enter the opening stage, so the opening, the validate and the man up miss out for those three ish weeks. You, your Instagram, your social media is no longer about you at, ever at all in any way, shape or form. It You're is not right. about your life. It is not about anything regarding you. It is only about your client and how your program solves their problem. Done. Okay? Nothing else. Nothing. You are not literally, I mean, you're literally not talking about your kids, your family, your favorite recipes, your feelings, if you're tired. No, I don't care. You're not talking about any of it. Don't talk about your social events calendar. You're going out to eat with your friends. Great. Go do it. Don't freaking post about it on social media. If you are in an opening phase of your launch, because all it's doing is distracting people from your program at that point. Yeah. Cause you don't know when people are, you don't know when the people are actually getting on social media and how long they're spending on your page. So if somebody, we gave this example in our women on a virtual mission cohort, like if it's your grandpa's 90th birthday, like we love your grandpa. That's so sweet. But if you're going to like talk for four stories or show the birthday party, um, but then you're in the middle of opening or you're in the validate or you're in the man up miss out stage, you could have a soulmate client get on your social media and just depending on the time of day that they got on, maybe all they see is your grandpa's 90th birthday because they ended up exiting out and going to somebody else's page. You could have, th that could have been somebody who would have booked a consultation call with you that day if they would have saw the information, but because they got on it this time and they just were looking and they saw your grandpa's birthday, like, oh, that's cool. And then they went on to the next thing. This is why it's so important. And it's only three weeks. Like as soon as this launch is over, you can share your grandpa's 90th birthday party. It's totally fine. But if you seriously want to sign people up and get people in a program and actually change people's lives, you like stop, like just do the launch. Just yep. do it. Yeah. So a couple of things we would be very curious if you implement all of this, I know we covered so much in this episode. Um, typically, this is something we spend two solid weeks on behind the scenes in Women on a Virtual Mission. Like we make sure we give you social media plans, like Lauren was saying, like we go so in depth with it. 
But if you want to try it on your own, let us know how this works for you. We would absolutely love to know, especially going into the new year. Um, if you want to apply for Women on a Virtual Mission, if you're like, oh my gosh, I just need all of this step-by-step, -step. help me, give this to me straight, help. Then message us on our Instagram page, wobm underscore lauren.ann.jenna, or there is a link in our Instagram bio where you can go to our sales page about WOVM, read all about it, apply for a consultation call. We'll see if it's for you. Um, we always have wait lists going. And if you would like us to make a mini course on launching, let us know that too, because we, that, that's something we've been throwing around. Yeah. So maybe you don't need a full 90 day business coaching program, which to be honest, I feel like every entrepreneur needs that no matter what, but if you don't think you need it, um, and you would just like to really get the in-depth version of launching, we will seriously make this course, but we both have newborns and we're not making this course if nobody wants the course. So <laughs> I ain't got time for developing shit people don't want. Um, but if you're sitting here like, oh my God, I would totally do that. That would help my business so much. Jen and I will do a full blown launching course for you guys. We just need to hear from you. So email us at women on, not at women on a virtual mission <laughs> at gmail.com. It's not an Instagram name. Um, or visit our, you know, women on a virtual mission, Instagram page. We've said it 8,000 times, but I'll say it again at WOVM underscore Lauren dot dot Jenna and send us a message and say, Hey, just listen to your podcast episode on launching. Please develop a launching course. That's all you have to say. And Jenna and I will say, okay, we'll be in the works of doing it. And we'll let you know when it's available. Yep. Absolutely. So can't wait to hear from you. Can't wait to hear what you take away from this episode and we will see you next time.